citizens of the verse, today is October 19th, 2952, and welcome to another episode of Citizen Cast. Somehow we've managed for the past three weeks to be a weekly Star Citizen podcast here to discuss what's going on in the game and its development. I'm your host, Way Too Geeky, and tonight he is indeed alive, folks. We have a return of Chekhov. Welcome back, Chekhov. It's Thank been you. way too long. Yeah, it was so cool. I, it's like I got chills listening to the intro. Bounce, <laughs> you know? Were they multiplying? Yeah. <laughs> Did you lose control? No, no. I'm in control. And then we have the steadfast Seagard Olsen with us as well. Hello. Steadfast. Hold on. Steadfast. Don't let go. <laughs> Um, and of course, we are joined tonight by one of our regular guests, the one, the only guard of the sky, Skyguard. Welcome back, Skyguard. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Or in oh. this case, given our demographic, mostly gentlemen. Yes. Uh, we have the equal amounts of non-binary listeners as we do female listeners, believe it or not. I'm not even joking. According to the metrics. <laughs> Uh, that might just be people saying choose not to say i don't know when i even get to choose to say anyway um so we don't have a ton to talk about but i'm sure we'll manage to cram somehow two hours into this uh skyguard what have you been up to this past week uh well i went and grabbed all the masks for the halloween or day of the bar day of the bar I don't really celebrate Halloween, so yeah. Um, got what I wanted in about two days and jumped back out. I've been playing other games to not burn out on Star Citizen, mm-hmm. and so I can enjoy 318 immensely when it comes out instead of going, oh gosh, more the same. Okay, cool. Um, and then uh, Mr. Chekhov, how about yourself? Oh, lots of cool things. So I've been catching up on all the great TV, you know, finally finished watching Game of Thrones and now watching Fuck That's Delicious. What's it called? uh, Fuck That's Delicious. Okay, so we have an explicit episode on our hands this week. (laughs) Just because you said a TV show. Yeah, it's never... If we're going to make it explicit, we must be (laughs) aware. What porn stars are in it? (laughs) Oh, it's actually... It it, it happens to be a food show. You know, it's the rapper. It's a really, really, really heavy rapper that goes around mostly eating like all day long. I mean... I have to say, though, the funniest part about that entire scenario is I thought you were going to say, and now I'm watching House of the Dragon. And instead no, no, you go, no. fuck, that's delicious. I thought you were eating something. <laughs> <laughs> no, not House. I didn't get to that one. Good but thing so, I didn't have a gummy today. <laughs> yeah. So nothing to do with Star Citizen, unfortunately. <laughs> no worries. You're in the game right now, though, yes? I am in the game right now, oh, as always. Multitasking. What's your plan for the evening? Uh, I'm trying to build up my reputation, bounty reputation back up. So, so far, so good. All right. Um, Mr. Seagard, how about yourself? Um, I think I played a little bit. Um, I went out and um, played, basically brought out the Cutlass uh, uh, Blue. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, threw a bunch of armor on there, got my supplies, got it set up so it's ready to go out, and uh, went down. And uh, originally, I was going to try to put uh, two Drake um, but, uh, dragonflies in the back, but uh, they don't fit back there. Didn't wasn't really aware of that. I thought it oh. might be tight, but for some reason, I thought they'd fit. Um, but then I ended up putting in the smaller uh, bike by um, Consolidated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little, uh, I can't think what it's called, but I used that one and fit it in there, and it fit in there nicely. And uh, actually got the idea of bringing it out through um, Flavius. Uh, Flavius been talking how he had fought a, uh, a Cutlass Red the other day, and he just couldn't take the guy out. The guy was all over him and definitely damaging him. And he was, you know, in, in a uh, Avenger Titan and against this Cutlass Red, and he was like, man, and the guy had a, blue, a red glow on his ship, and we're all like, sure it was Cutlass, Cutlass Red? And he goes, yeah, yeah, it was red and black, and this, and the other, and it dawned on us. That was a Cutlass Blue, and he has that quantum snare. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's taken on a Cutlass Blue as the coal fire paint on it. So, <laughs> so actually he was doing much better than he thought. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy had a gunner so uh so I was, wow. I that was pretty funny so that just gave me the idea that gave me something to do for the for that night and that was fun nice so, uh, i learned a little bit about the ship learned a little bit about uh uh you know equipping it and everything else so that was that was good excellent um i myself have not been in the game i started a new job last week and then i also I've been going to Connecticut a lot. Um, so I haven't been playing. I will try and squeak in at some point over the next couple days or this weekend at some point to try and uh, secure my Day of the Vara masks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm going to try and do. I hope to do it soon. Uh, but I've sort of been like Ross and Rachel. I'm on a break. Um, gotcha. For anyone who watched that show. Um, excellent so let's talk about what's been going on in the verse and it's quite frankly not much (laughs) Um, so 318 uh, is finally hit Evocati but for one single uh, weekend stress test of PES Um, I guess from the sound of it they were really testing just logging in and overall stability Um, there were a lot of bugs that they uncovered and sounds like they're working on smashing those as we speak. It was delayed. Yep. That, that they did mention. So they are hoping to get a, a another Evocati release out the door soon, but they did mention in the, the, this week in star citizen, uh, the following, uh, our next major update alpha three eighteen, has begun testing with our Evocati group. This test has proven successful in narrowing down the hurdles that need to be tackled before we open this patch to a wider PTU. And we want to give special thanks to all of those who hopped in. Chekhov, are you drying yourself off? Oh, no, that was, that was my <laughs> dog. It was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> uh, in a previous roadmap roundup, we shared the Alpha 318 that Alpha 318 is targeting a November 1st half release, just ahead of this year's Intergalactic Aerospace Expo. After more consideration, and I think shock to no one, 
especially when evaluating the data from our recent Evocati test, we have decided to spend just a few more weeks and target early December for a live release instead. This change will not impact the IAE, which will now release in a 3.17.4 patch. This will all be reflected in our next roadmap update on October 26th, but we wanted to communicate early. We greatly appreciate your patience as we continue to march forward uh, toward getting one of our largest technical hurdles out the door and into your hands. As always, we'll keep you updated along the way. So thoughts, Skyguard, how are you feeling about the push? Moving into 318? Mm-hmm. Kind of to be expected, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's better that they work on it than, oh my gosh, we have a deadline and got to get out by a certain time and they screw it up and there's a free fly and everybody's going, what the heck is this? Yeah, 100%. I agree. And it's a huge technical hurdle. I mean, come on. Yeah. We expected this. Um, how about you, Chekhov? How are you feeling? So, well, first I want to ask you guys, is it definitely going to be a wipe? Was that confirmed? Yes, yes. yes yeah. they confirmed that for sure. Yeah. Well, no, I'm, the, the sooner the better, because that's really what I'm waiting for. Honestly, I've been kind of limbo. Yeah. I want to get into 318 and get back to kind of the norm, because I that's one of the reasons why I haven't been in. Yeah. I, I don't want to put any equipment on. I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to grind anything. I just get on, kind of, you know, do a little exploring and then get off. And, and for me, as you know, as you guys know, if I don't have a goal inside, if I don't have anything to strive for, it gets real boring real yeah. fast. <laughs> I totally get it. How about you, Sigurd? How are you feeling about it? Betrayed? Bewildered? No, no, not at all. I'm, I, You know, I am absolutely... Um, you know what's an what's another couple months in ten years, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you've played any live service game or any game development, waiting isn't all that much of a problem for you. Right. If anything, was... we've shown to be patient, patient citizens. Yes, that's right. Uh, on the on the plus side, they did say that Alpha three seventeen dot four will bring the Drake Corsair with it. Hooray. So that will, that will be live for th- um, for IAE. Uh, the Drake Vulture, however, they're going to hold back for 3.18 since that's when salvage gameplay will be coming. So we don't know what else, you know, some of their priorities may be able to shift into 3.17.4. Um, and we'll find out next week with the roadmap. And you can guarantee we'll cover it. Um, also this week, we obviously haven't had any... IAE or um, anything in the past few weeks, but this week uh, we still won't have an IAE. Um, but we did get a Q&A on the Spirit, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, as well as um, we will have a Star Citizen Live with their new set, um, also called the, um, where is it? There we go. The Only Constant, the new Constellation Phoenix film set that they created. And this week, Jared will talk to the team live about the new vehicle master mode changes that we saw at CISICON uh, and a trio of programmers from the EUPU currently working on hole scraping and resource management. So that that proves to be what sounds like a great episode uh, coming to us on Friday. 
uh, which is 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, now, speaking of Day of the Vara, one thing that came out for anyone who doesn't recognize or didn't realize it is in order to get the helmets, um, they need to attribute it to your account. And the, the mechanism by which they will do so is you actually physically have to loot it. So passing the um, helmets back and forth won't do anything. The other thing that I think some people may have been a little bit annoyed at, and I don't really care one way or the other, is uh, it'll only attribute one to your account of each. So, you know, be forewarned, it's not worth looting more. Um, you're only going to get the one that you have. So just a little minor update. Anybody have any thoughts or feelings on that one? Oh, I don't know. I gave up on it. I, <laughs> I tried looking, looting. I can't find the red box. Yeah, just... Where are you looking? On, on Hurston, primarily. No, no, no. What locations were you looking at? Oh, I don't remember. Pretty much all the... I, I found mine in two sessions by looking at the mining centers. Yeah. A lot of the mining facilities have them. Yeah, I um, that's where it was. Okay. Now, speaking of some more content, or not, I, I don't know, that's a poor segue since we're not talking about anything content rich, but speaking of something that is more content rich, um, while Seaguard and I spoke about CitizenCon ad nauseum, I'd love to hear the thoughts of you guys, uh, Skyguard. What was your key takeaway from CitizenCon, and what are you most excited about coming off of that? I'm excited for the Corsair. It looks like it's going to be a blast. I hope there's smuggling compartments because it seems like something Drake would do. Um, what else? Let's see. Lorville looked interesting. Uh, the zero-G movement that Chris showed off was pretty interesting. Um, I like the AI. It looks superb and almost scary. Um was a bit disappointed by a bit of the, some of the planets, mainly because I expected the first one to be a blasted glass chunk of rock. But hey, it's got plants on it, and that doesn't make much sense. But yeah, it's sci-fi. Who cares? Yeah, and plus, you know what they couldn't show in that is some of the effects that they'll actually have with it, and. They don't have the lava tech in yet, which will be at a later date. So that's yeah. that's the other piece. The um, Pyro 3, Pyro 4, the one with the giant crater on top of it, um, all looked gorgeous. Yeah. Um, wasn't very impressed with Pyro 2. It looks, like, it looks mostly like... So I'm from the southwestern U.S., and we've got deserts by the dozen out here. So it basically looked like one giant desert. Um, yeah. You've seen one desert. You've seen them all. Well, except for – I thought they would have done something a bit more interesting. But then again, I guess if you live around deserts all the time, they're not all that interesting to you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I would say, too, I think the big thing is um, – the content that hopefully they'll be able to populate those planets with. I, oh, definitely. I, think, I think if they're able to quickly spin up some content, the way that we've been seeing the Montreal team and the locations team doing lately, I think mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see a lot more well, engaging they, stuff. They showed those in-ground 
uh, what is that clicking noise? That's Chekhov. Oh, that must be me and the bounties. <laughs> here's here's the hint, Skygarden. Listen to an episode. You've been listening to the past few months of episodes, and you haven't been hearing the clicking. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're hearing I'm the sorry, clicking. It's been a while. <laughs> it's yeah, the same as having someone with an accent. That's right. Go ahead. Don't mind me. I don't mean to where, disturb where, you. Where, where was I? What was I? The underground facility. The underground bunkers. Oh, yeah. So they showed off those semi-submerged bunkers like service mm-hmm. points and some of the development stuff in is the last isc before mm-hmm. SusanCon. you combine that with the solar flares that's supposed to be blasting everything to heck and gone um it should be pretty interesting even yeah i mean you better hope you're on the right side of the planet when one of those things comes through otherwise you're gonna get have all your armor being bladed all at once yeah yeah 100 percent I also think that might be a useful uh, that I might make that blast shield that the Carrick and the and the Terrapin have quite useful in in that environment. Um, makes me glad for Drake. It's going to be easy to fix. Well, when your stuff does break, oh, I need this specific, very rare, expensive part from. I don't know, Tara. Yes. Yeah, I, go, I go to down to the local hardware mom and pop hardware shop. Get yeah, your duct get, tape. Get, get, get a duct tape, grab a fuse, maybe a soldering iron and a welding torch, some scrap metal. I'm back and flying in 30 minutes while you're flipping out for the next three hours. <laughs> That's if your ship survives the, the blast. It'll survive right. the blast. They said they're trying to make keep ships from blowing up less. Yeah. Yeah, it'll probably just knock out some systems. Never stopped us in the past. I mean, we'll find a way. <laughs> you give Seaguard a ship, he will find a way to destroy I it. I will. I mean, uh, if you really want to destroy it, just give it to me. I'll happily take it. I'll chop it up with my vulture. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Chekhov, how about you? I know oh, you didn't get to watch the no, whole no, stream, I, but I what actually, about the... Yeah, but I first of all, I love the fact that they're improving my favorite planet. Uh, oh, wait, let me back off here. Since I have a couple of comments, I got to get out of this guy's <laughs> range because he's going to kill me. Um, so, yeah, uh, Lorville getting an update. I'm really excited about that. Uh, can't wait. Uh, the the whole component play, like the engineering, that I'm really also looking forward to because uh, I think that's going to be cool. Like, you know, a little bit of puzzle solving, you know, moving components around. That that sounds like a real interesting piece. Now, one thing that I wasn't too happy about, well, actually, I'm not sure. I don't know how I feel about it yet because I haven't seen it deployed, is the uh, leveling up, right? Mm-hmm. Because leveling up really takes us, you know, outside with the, you know, Star Citizen, why, why we love Star Citizen and puts us almost in the same plane with the rest of them, you know? So well, what are we going to be faced with? We're going to have some mods and scripts running where players going to want to level up and just, you know, kill everybody. Or now you have your, you know, seasonal mature players that basically will level up and beginners stand no chance. So like I said, I'm not sure how I feel about the whole leveling up engine. Yeah, or you, or you have... Orgs doing 
rapid leveling for new players, having 50 people line up and everybody do a sleeper hold on them or something. And yeah. hey, you get, you've got numbers, you've got beginner sleeper hold or whatever. And no. Um, Ray's, Ray's guy put it pretty well, if you know who that is. Um, mm-hmm. And he said, right now, Avenger 1 is accepted to be one of the best PvP players in the game, if not the best. And people are, well, that sucks. Yeah, he killed me, but yeah, he's the best. And okay, I'll get over it. But if it the skill stuff comes in, it'll be, be more of a question of, was that his skill or was that some little perk that gave him the advantage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. I think it would be, how would you feel if those skills were generated by, let's say, the location that you chose to start your character from? Like that you might could, be interesting. You know, if you're, a, let's say you're born on a station, right? You're, you, or you choose a station to spawn from. Maybe you have better, you know, better agility when you're on a ship with no gravity. Um, you're on a, you're born on a larger planet with higher gravity. Um, you know, you might have more strength, right? Mm-hmm. Um, those types of things. Um, and they'd be pa- kind of like passive things that you could do, you know, keen eyesight, uh, you know, stuff like that. Understanding of electronics. <clears throat> yeah. Um, excellent. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's, it's not a huge change. It's, it's a change, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, uh, anything else check off? Everything, like I said, all depends how they're going to deploy everything ultimately. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Um, so we did get the spirit Q and a, um, uh, for those who don't recall, the spirit is a medium crusader ship meant to be sort of like a Drake cutlass competitor, freelancer competitor type ship. Uh, and so let's just go through some of the questions and answers. Um, is a secondary entrance, this seems to be a question everybody always has, um, is a secondary entrance included in the design or will we only be able to access the Spirit series via the ramp? Uh, there is no secondary entrance. The relatively small and straight line layout of the Spirit wouldn't really benefit from an additional entrance, nor was there space to put one without other compromises. Um, and someone you know, people asked, this ship almost looks stealthy. Will the Spirit have a lower EM slash IR signature than the Cutlass? And they said, IR EM signature is generated by the components attached to the ship and their use. So the ship's appearance has no impact. However, the cross-section signature is affected by the shape. So coming at targets head-on or running away will give a reduced signature. Um... Can the tractor beam mount on the C1, which is the cargo variant, be swapped to the remote turret mount of the A1 and the E1? It's not currently planned to allow this, but as the ship progresses through the pipeline, we'll evaluate whether it's a trade-off we need to look at. Um, 
then will there be different types of bombs like precise strikes or carpet bombs that we can use with the A1 Spirit? At launch, we only plan to support a single type of bomb, which will be the dumb high explosive. However, in the future, if alternate options do exist, they will be swappable just like we support on other ships where you can customize your missile tracker type. Which weapon systems can be controlled by the pilot and which can be controlled by the co-pilot? Uh, by default, the pilot has control over the nose and wing guns and the co-pilot has control over the rear turret. The nose guns can optionally be controlled by the co-pilot if desired. Uh, looking at the stats of the Freelancer and Cutlass Black, the Spirit seems to be in the low-end equipment-wise. Shields, firepower, cargo capacity, defense capabilities. Is this ship going to keep up with the high-speed capabilities of Crusader? How does the speed and maneuverability of the Spirit compare to the ships of similar size and role, such as the Cutlass and Freelancer? Uh, just like other Crusader ships, the Spirit will be more maneuverable than its size would normally dictate allowing it to run a lower component loadout while still being effective. Can the rear turrets on the A1 and E1 fire forward? No, they specifically cover the rear arc of the ship. What docking capabilities do these ships have? For example, can they dock to a larger vessel? There are no docking capabilities as the Spirit is small enough to land at any location within an enclosed hangar. What kind of living amenities can we expect to see for the crew? Where the E1 will the E1 have better living amenities for the crew, and will the E1 passengers have a separate VIP bathroom? All three variants have the same crew living quarters, with a shared space featuring beds, a small kitchen area, and an integrated shower and toilet, aka toilet. Uh, however, on the E1, passengers have a separate toilet and shower located beneath the main seating area. Uh, the A2 Hercules has an option slated to swap out the size 10 bombs for a cluster bomb system. Will the A1 Spirit have a similar option? There are no plans at this time to provide alternate bomb launchers as in the A2 Hercules. Will it be modular? For example, could we buy one model and then maybe at some time in the future swap modules to make our C1 into an E1 or an A1? Uh, no. Early on during development, we looked at making the ship modular, but decided against it as it would require fundamental changes to how the sections were made. This particularly affected the E1, which would have been much more limited in scope and size. Um, the PDF shows 48 SEU of cargo capacity for each of the variants. This is probably a copy-paste error. Can you confirm? This was a copy-paste error. The website has the correct details now. <laughs> I'm, and I'm looking at that right now, which is... So, uh, the C1 Spirit has 48. Didn't you say uh, about all of them? No, I only have one. I'm just looking at the Matrix. Uh, and then I bought the C1. And then the A1, which is the bomber, has zero, and so does the um, E1, which is the uh, executive transport. You'd think they'd have some cargo capacity, but I think it's really just personal cargo. Yeah. It, yeah. The only, the only place that there's any difference between these ships, literally, is one. I, I'm pretty sure it's a typo. It's under the quantum fuel tanks. It says, you know, medium under two of them and uh -oh. medium hydrogen tank is, under is the it, other is one. Is it just me or are you guys hearing Sigurd? Yeah. Sigurd, you sounded real choppy just then. Is that better? 
There's so many other hurricanes coming. No, no, no. <laughs> So uh, the media, you know, the meat they all seem to have a medium quantum fuel, even though one of them says, uh, or tank, mm -hmm. uh, one of them says hydrogen, but I think that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they all have medium power plants, all have medium coolers, all have medium shields. They all have the same weaponry facing forward. Um, they all have uh, missiles, three missiles, well, actually three, it looks like three missiles. Uh, size is to be determined. So two times size three missiles. And then it says TBC, I guess. Um, the only difference is the middle one has, uh, which is the A1, is mm -hmm. the bomber, and it has two times five bombs to be determined, size five, parentheses five. So I'm assuming that's size five, max size is five, right? You can't get any bigger. Yeah. <clears throat> and the other difference is it says three size three tractor beams on a mm -hmm. turret. So that must be, it doesn't say time. So it must be um, a size three with a max size of three on the tractor beam. That must be what that means. Three S3 tractor beam. So. Alrighty. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, the, the utility mount, essentially. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you could swap it for other utilities, but I don't know what that would potentially be and why you'd want to do it anyway. Yep. Um, so then they asked, the A1 Spirit Bomber variant has a round, quote-unquote, dish on the top of the roof, uh, but the specs don't show the same S2 scanner slash radar as other variants. What is this round feature? The round dish is... Uh, on top is just a rule of cool aesthetic feature and provides no gameplay benefit. Uh, Spirit seems to break from the naming convention for Crusader. Most Crusader ships are named in reference to Greek and Roman mythology. Where did the name Spirit come from? And this is actually a response from the lore team, or narrative team, I should say. Uh, Crusader is seeing the Spirit as a new direction for the brand, starting with the Starfighter, the company has been moving away from its transport-dedicated routes and expanding into new markets. With the Spirit's multi-role functions, it decided to leave the old nomenclature behind. And that is the Q&A. Anyone surprised, pissed off about anything? Well, it's interesting. They're moving away from cargo, and they didn't say into military. They said the others... Well, they didn't say oh. cargo. They said transports. Right? Transport. So, good point. Good point. Um, to be more precise, yeah. But so I, I would if say we're going to see expiration. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, or I wouldn't mining. be surprised one bit. Hopefully, they go more industrial. I'd love to see a Crusader industrial ship. They're too pretty to do that. Yeah, exactly. I think Drake calls that industrial. <clears throat> Yeah. Not Argo and Misk. Well, yeah, that's uh, even RSI to some degree. I was Speaking, hoping oh, go ahead, see. I was go hoping ahead, for when they announced the choose the ship manufacturer thing, I was hoping for a Drake option. But when they went with Misk, RSI and uh, Argo, I'm I'm tired of seeing Misk and Argo ships recently, so I went with RSI, but I'd really prefer Drake. <laughs> 
and yeah, RSI yeah. did win. So the the mining ship, the large mining ship that we'll be getting down the you know relatively soon, is going to be RSI. Should be interesting to see how they tackle it. Yeah, after, yeah. after the updated design language of the Scorpius. Yeah. Well, and and who knows? Like, it, it even I mean the Scorpius is an updated design language, but then so is the um, what is it called? Uh, the one with no struts, the interceptor, uh, um, mantis. mantis. Yeah. Oh yeah. And even the Apollo is slightly different. It has some similarities. But let's be serious. They're going to weld multiple auroras together to produce this new ship. That's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's going to be. Can, can, can we talk of uh, leaks at all or no? Um, yeah, why not? So if you're in Pipeline at all and you're looking at the leaks from the Eva County build, um, there's a Drake or Drake cutter mentioned, which seems kind of interesting, in an Argo MCV. And this is the flavor text. The MCV is great if you're looking to start up a business, but I think it'd be a solid choice even if you're just looking for, the, pardon me, just looking to find a new hobby. Imagine having one of these in the hangar and being able to take it out and take whenever you feel like it. General description is Argo's MCV is built to be a mobile factory, perfect for anybody who's trying to cart, kick off their manufacturing empire, which implies interesting things with the recent talk at CisenCon of the new systems and coming of PES. Yeah. Okay. What does MCV stand for? Mobile Construction Vehicle. Vehicle. So I think construction, I think habitat. I think it's more, I think it's crafting, mobile crafting vehicles, sorry. Oh, that could be. They'll they'll find a significantly star system way of saying it, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... Uh, thanks for adding that because I completely forgot that that happened in the Discord. <laughs> um, that brings us to tips and tricks of which there were no submittals. Uh, Skyguard, do you have any tips or tricks that have come across your um, way? To- the easiest way to find the masks is ahead to the. I was at Microtech. I went to the Shubin Mining Outposts. You go in there. Search out the outposts really quick for red boxes. If you find one, open it up, take a peek. If you don't find anything, leave it, run. Um, take a small, fast ship. Aurora, Pisces, something along those lines. Something that's small and quick and is going to take a whole lot of time getting up to quantum altitude. Alrighty. Um, Mr. Seaguard, how about yourself? Uh... And this is um, tip, trips and, uh, tips and tricks, right? So this goes kind of along with one of the questions we had in the past. And I, was, I think it was Yeasty who had asked about um, building, uh, taking the dash, basically the displays from the, from the game and using them to build a DIY cockpit for Star Citizen. And I had kind of pointed out that guy, Russ Barlow, and he had some tools that might do that. So I went and tra- I chased down the tool 
and I actually put it into the communications for the chat or for mm -hmm. the uh, for the podcast. Mm -hmm. But uh, the tool is called X Texture Extractor, um, and it, it is built right now kind of for X Plane, mm -hmm. uh, or I'm sorry, for for flight simulators. But there's not a lot of difference. And basically what it does is it looks for the file that's used to display the image uh, for the aircraft or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then it takes that file and it remembers the location and it brings it up on in a window that you can slide around just like you would in Windows, you know, Windows 10, 11. So when you start the game, that extracted file, basically, or that identified file pops up in a window, and then you can rotate through all the textures until you find the one that is the display. Mm -hmm. right? And then uh, it'll, you can size it. Let's say you want to put it on an iPad that's, you know, 10 inches across and three inches deep. Then what you would do is you would basically, um, or better yet, uh, uh, another another monitor, right? Um you would take that window that's now popped out on your screen and you would slide it onto that other monitor and, you know, you could potentially dress it up with a, a you know, a, a image over it that looks like the outside of the display and, you know, fake knobs and everything. And you would have your display. Um, so it looks like it probably will work outside of that game also. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and, I, and I did leave that, the, the path to get to that file it's part of the xplane.org uh, how does forum. it work with easy anti-cheat i don't know it's not adding anything to the game it's just taking a portion of the image uh, the screen and repeating it on another monitor so excellent it's used all the time for flight sims all the time so Excellent. You don't even alter a file. You just say, where is the file and what is the name of the file? And it just kind of, you pull the uh, coordinates of where it's, you know, it'll say that that image is 10 or 1024 by 1024. And then you just plug in <clears throat> those into that, that tool and it'll pull it right out. So, And it appears that Yeasty Dynasty has used it before too. He also included a picture in our Discord. Yeah. He's got a 737 cockpit. Looks pretty cool. He's got some things pulled out. To check off, I know you haven't been playing much. Any tips from you? No. Not that I could think of. I mean, outside of trying to do a podcast without doing bounties. <laughs> well, you have that tip and never follow it, so it's not yeah. a big deal. I think people like that charm. Some do, yeah. except for the random people who review us negatively because of it. Oh, right. Like the one guy. I actually, um, yeah, I remember that comment. Yeah. Believe it or not, I do write a script, folks. It doesn't sound like it, but I do. It's just I'm the only yeah. one reading from yeah. it because yeah. that's how we roll. That's Believe right. it or not, I do not write a script. <laughs> I, hashtag uh, unscripted, hashtag real. <laughs> I, 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 have a, I have a monitor on the left, and I do look at it. Script. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to another episode of Reality Cast. Right. Um, that brings us to a favorite segment of everyone's. Oh, I found the red box. 
Oh, look at that. He found a red box, everybody. My theme song. <laughs> Breakout dance and disco. Except I feel like I'm about to go to like a, a casino in Macau or something like that. Nice. Well, this doesn't count. I found a Russian helmet. Yeah, that's He's not that one. fitting. The Morozov? Yeah. How, how appropriate. Seagard's uh, question from last week was, using the Star Trek framework, what crew would you prefer on a multiplayer ship? Or what crew, crew role, should I say? A, command. B, science. C, security. D, communications. E, engineering. F, medical. And D, ship counselor. First one up is actually my IRL friend, Father Magruder, um, who I don't even think plays this game, but for some reason stalked us and found the mm -hmm. Discord. And I, oh, think even, I think he even listens to the podcast. Maybe he'll play with us sometime. Um, but good. he said e-engineering. He is an engineer in real life, so of course he said that. Um, cool. I'll have to ask him about that. I'm seeing him this weekend. Uh, CN Fries says, C, security. Mavros said um, B, science, and F, medical. So pretty similar oh, yeah. science. Yeah. Uh, Are you losing my mind? Said E, engineering. Illusions 2 said C, which was security. Drawez said C, which was security. Oshirigami said A, command. Tuki2D said C, security, and F, I'm a medical. You can take my paramed from my cold, dead fingers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. Sorry, Tuki2D said, um, CF, I'll take my medical red shirt. And then Gothic said, CF, you can take my paramed from my cold, dead fingers. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, literally. JD Boone said, command. LA32344 said, engineering. Admiral Cody said, science. Shocker. Mm. Uh, S. Gateman said, science. Zake said, medical. Nyar said, engineering. Chase Manchu said, security and engineering. I just want to be the guy that makes spaceships shoot at each other. Psychosis with an <laughs> S said, security. Great White Shadow said, engineering. Uh, Red or Four Mentor said, Communications, open hailing frequencies. Canuck said, science. Mach 3 generic said, engineering. I'm envisioning this situation arisingly disturbingly often. Oh, arising, not arisingly. Arising disturbingly often. Awesome. Often. <laughs> I'll ask the same question, actually. <laughs> um, I think I'm missing something here because I feel like someone had an image. Let me just jump to it. I thought I typed the text in, but it doesn't show. Give me one moment. Uh, the picture. Ah, there we go. Oh yeah, he his picture was of Scotty going. I'm giving it all. I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. Um. Mm -hmm. And then CM Fry said, is this foreshadowing something? 
Tech Zero just gave us an image, and it was a space janitor. Um, Silver Vault said, can I have a shirt for exploration? Probably. Yeasty Dynasty said, I can never get over how much I like his name. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Science or security, even though I know nothing about science stuff. And then Dead Parrot said, I don't think we have to worry about doing science in Star Citizen. Uh, I don't think we have to worry that doing science in Star Citizen has anything to do with science in real life. Laughy face. And then Yeasty Dynasty said, thank the seven for that. Love the Game of Thrones reference. Yeasty. Seaguard, what's the question for this week? I forgot to ask. Forgot to come up with one. Mm. <laughs> I did. I actually forgot to come. You know up Here, I, I, I've got a good one. Oh, okay. I, now that I'm, thanks for putting me on the spot there, man. I'm supposed to have one thing uh, done. <laughs> since we didn't, if you could post this though, since we didn't cover it last week or any of the previous weeks, what is it that everybody is most excited for coming out of Citizen Con? All right, do that. Hmm. Um. And that brings us to the Q&A, of which there were no questions. Oh. Um, I guess, does anybody have anything for science? For science? Um, it's not related to Star Citizen, but it is related to computers. Okay. Why don't you give us yours, Skyguard, and then Seaguard? If, if, you, if you need to get your computer to stop acting funny... Hit restart, not shutdown. For some reason, shutdown saves your current state of your computer, but restart wipes everything and restarts it. Don't know why. It seems silly, but that's what it does. Wow, we love our wipes and restarts. Mm. That's actually a good one. What about you, Seagard? So uh, it's actually something I learned just before the game I hadn't seen. So uh, we loaded up a Starfarer a couple weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, with lots of vehicles and stuff, and we flew it around, and uh, eventually we uh, we landed it, and I got off, and it was mine, and parked it. Well, I got back in today and um, realized it was damaged, and this is the part that's the new part. Um, it's accidental science. Uh, I found that the fuel tanks, uh, one of the fuel tanks is damaged, and what you have instead of it is actually a metal const- like um, framework for the tank is left hanging there hmm. so it's partially it's partially um, looks like damaged sheet metal with some you know beams or inside structure that's left um, in in that spot and that was something I'd never seen before I thought you know when tanks were gone they were gone completely or they were there uh, completely. But, Wasn't uh, that me? Remember, I played around with that uh, control board, and then you were you were not able to. I turned you that ran, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You were on the ship that night. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. So, yep, yep. So that's probably the damage we couldn't see. Uh, but I saw it today, and I thought, wow, uh, that's pretty cool. I put yeah. a picture of it in in the text channel on the on the regular Discord channel, but uh, looks pretty good. I love that ship. That's like the most fun you can have without flying Star Citizen right now. You could just think around in that ship. I would say that's the, probably the most interactive ship yeah. in the game right now. Yeah. We had a lot of fun that night. That was uh, yeah. 
trying to get uh let's see bad let's see no it's Hamar Hamar um was revived but he didn't have any armor yeah. so he he came back in on his Pisces and he couldn't get into the ship because the back was damaged uh, basically couldn't get the ramp open right um, so and- he backed me in I I walked over to him got on the back of his Pisces ramp. And uh, naked Hamar uh, drove me backwards. I brought up some clothes. He had some clothes, but no helmet. So he drove me backwards between the engines and dropped me onto the uh, gantry. Took two or three tries, but we finally got it. And uh, we were able to get in the ship through the upper section. Nice. Yeah. And yeah. in the meantime, I was playing around with all the controls and screwed yeah. something up. And uh, I don't know. Well, I guess you're hearing the result of it today. Yeah. But we still <laughs> yet have a, a, have a. I still haven't gone through a successful refuel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna do that because I I'm gonna bring it. That's that's kind of the ship I think I'm gonna bring out while I'm playing this patch. Uh, it is fun. I I really do like flying it. It's a cool ship. Excellent. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> long story. Let's call this one a short but sweet episode. Um, yeah. If you do have any questions, oh. was that a thought? Oh. 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 I did think the one. Uh, we have an announcement. Oh, oh, go right ahead. Oh, oh, yeah. yes. All right. So this is a kind of an announcement. So since we've stood up the Parley House, we haven't really done any group events, right? So I posted our first mission. Uh, it's it's just a gathering. If you're if you're listening and you want to come, show up. Right. Um, it doesn't matter what time you kind of show up. But we're going to be on at um, the. It's in our event channel for our Discord channel. Uh, but it's at eleven o'clock Eastern time, eleven a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we're going to do a planetary mining event. I don't I don't want to put out exactly where it is. Um, because then we'll probably have people come in and try to disrupt us immediately. Um, but I do want to, you know, if we encounter someone when we're out there, that's fine too. But, you know, basically bring your suit, bring a ship if you want to bring it, you know, mining ship or a rock or whatever. Um, we will meet up at the menu of the game uh, around 11 o'clock. It will be 11. We probably will wait for a few people to join in. Uh, and then we will launch together and then we'll, it will point to the uh, location and get a ship out there for everyone to start beaconing in on that ship. Um, and then we're just going to kind of mine as a consortium, uh, or since we're all kind of freelancers in this in the parlay house, mm-hmm. parlay house. How will it so be we'll great? Call it, we'll call it a cooperative. And this is just a gathering. Uh, maybe the, you know the next time will probably be two weeks after that. Uh, and I did say this is on the thirtieth of October. Uh, so we'll do the next one two weeks after that, which will probably be a little bit more organized. Uh, we'll add some escorts in and things like that. Uh, so this is just to kind of get everyone back into it from our group and anyone who wants to join or just hang out with us is you're more than welcome to do it. So, Excellent. Yeah. Um, and that um, also yeah. reminded me that Chekhov and I are going to try and attend the Bar Citizen in New Brunswick, New Jersey on the 29th so oh that's it now we're gonna get mobbed 
I have to do autographs. I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> for all that. Check well, check out charges. Now, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. you um, guys have met before physically? No. No. no oh, man. That's, yeah, only, it's, it's... only emotionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's already <laughs> disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, if you are in the area and are attending, let us know. Um, and then on top of that, if you do have any questions, comments, things for science or anything, you can still use our old email address, readcastsc at gmail.com. Do you, you know they serve good old fashions there? I don't know. Probably. Mm. The um, first one won't be that good. By the time you get to the fifth one, it'll be fine. It'll be great. <laughs> um, you could DRM our Twitter handle at CitizenCastSC. You could submit a message through Anchor or join our CitizenCast Discord. And, of course, you could text us and or leave a voicemail at our Google Voice number 646-783-8154. Um, as you heard already, we uh, Seaguard really operates um, the Parlay House. It's a community, not an org, uh, and a place for people to, to join up find a sense of community, join a crew. You could find orgs there uh, or just find a place to chat and banter with people while you're playing the game. Yeah. Uh, and do check out some of our friends of the show, fellow content creators, earth snorkel and undead parrot have videos on YouTube. Uh, Admiral Cody and Calibri have been creating amazing music, including the music you hear in this episode. Uh, and of course, um, star jump, launched the amazing fleet viewer uh, absolutely cool with the very help cool of friends of the show grim and vmzo who put a ton of work into it and that dear friends Ooh, can up. i go get, ahead get, get, you keep doing it seagard i gotta do it because i haven't talked about it in a while whose podcast so you, is this geekies or seagard it's yeah, ours we yeah. it was, exactly we thought it was gonna go for like what two hours but i think we're oh, i could drag two this out now. i could drag this out Okay, so what I wanted to do was we haven't really explained what the Parley House is in a, quite a while. So oh, oh. just for to it, real quick, I think, I think so it's going to be I two and a half hours. Wait, yeah, you're cutting, <laughs> you're cutting out now. Is this better? Yes. Okay, it's probably me being uh, excited. So for those who you know, we just kind of gave you an overview overview of what the Parley House is. It's actually multiple members, uh, and. I did start it, but I was immediately joined within minutes by several people who jumped on board. You know, we've got a couple of us who are just paying, um, you know, to improve the service through Discord with, uh, you know, we just donate medallions. What do you call them? Medallions? Uh, Anyway, we improve the service on a regular Mm -hmm. basis. But it's real simple. If you got an org and you need a place to like hang your hat, you can have your own channel. We have several orgs that are on board. Um, you control your own org section so you can lock it down or do whatever you want with it. But uh, basically, uh, if you're uh, if you're new and you don't know who you want to play with, just drop into the into the regular uh, communal channel and you can play there. We also have some other channels that are just for people who want to do like cargo hauling. Doesn't mean you have to play together, but you can at least talk cargo hauling while you're playing, uh, pirating and rogues, you you name it. Uh, but the idea is that you don't really have any affiliation to us or to anyone else. Uh, but we do have the you know the the parlay, the agreement of pirates to to uh, speak under a tr- flag of truce and to speak honestly. 
Um, so it's it's been a good place for those who don't necessarily like the structure of an org, but do like the idea of playing with other friends you you know you meet online and build time together with. Um, and uh, we've gone up in size and down in size, and up in size and down in size. So people do come and go, and uh, it's always fun. So if you want to come down and play, just you can go to the Star Citizen org page and look up the Parley House. I just updated the uh, Discord code there. There's You don't have to apply. You don't have to do anything. You just follow the code, and it'll take you to Discord, our channel. Which I have yeah. to, I actually have to update in the notes. I forgot to do it last week. So yeah, thanks for the reminder. Yeah. So it's no pressure. There's no, you know, fee. You just kind of just play. Right. Excellent. Yeah. And I think we've, we've all enjoyed that. And it's especially because yeah. we all came from the same org prior. Oh, prior. Yeah. And we, and it doesn't, it, you know, Geeky and Chekhov and me are kind of considered the founders. But again, there was a bunch of us. Yeah. Um, grateful for my friends and supporters who, who joined me when I left the other org um, and the guys who came back. Uh, but we, I don't even run it. I, they were actually as a council, we elected at a town hall of various people from different orgs um, and different countries even that make decisions of, of, of significance within the org or within the, within the structure, someone's acting out or being un professional or rude to other people or whatever that question is handed to those people and they make an anonymous decision and then it's handed back out to the, uh, to the people who are impacted. So. Excellent. Well, thanks yeah. for, so thank um, you for that. refreshing everybody. Yeah. Um, and now that does wrap up another episode of Star. Of yes, Citizen I play the music. You can't do anything now. <laughs> oh no, you can. We can go on for at least another fifteen minutes. You know, we could have. Uh, we, we could have asked what ship do you want to get at the IAE, but no. I guess we we'll have to save the next one. Uh, we should probably wait until it's closer to the event. True. Yeah. True. What are what ships are going to have? I'm well, sure there'll be there, a couple. There's more. two in the pipeline, from what we can see. In the, I mean, they had put bogus stuff in there before, but it is always. Fun to see the stuff they tease us with. There's two in your pipeline. <laughs> Did I tell you my wife just brought in a cup of hot chocolate with Bailey's in it? Mm. Oh. I got a good wife. She sounds like a keeper. <laughs> yeah, she's a keeper. I should hope so at this point. Yeah, 30, 33 years going on 34. We're in the thing or 34, yeah. So you got married when I was four. That's correct. I've been meaning to tell you. I am your father. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to be 39 next month. Right. So, are you missing a hand? <laughs> Not yet. Luke, uh, don't worry. I'm sure. I'm sure we can get some sort of plasma blade to fix that. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Okay. It's. Th-